stress-related emotions. Recall in the Stress Science Workbook when I told you that your emotions are preceded by your dominant thoughts. You never have an emotion without a dominant thought that first interprets a situation. Let's spend some time focusing on some common emotions associated with the stress response. Once you understand how these work, you can do a lot to remove them from your day-to-day -day range of emotions. Anger Most societies in life have rules, common agreements about how things should be. These rules bring order to our lives. Without them, we would experience chaos. Examples include beliefs such as people who drive cars in the United States need to drive on the right side of the road as opposed to the left side in Great Britain or Japan. People should not steal from other people. People who want to hunt or fish ought to have a license. People need to have a library card to check out books from the library. Coaches in Little League sports need to treat the kids respectfully. People who work in restaurants should give prompt and polite service. We generally have universal agreement about these rules. It is our belief that these are how things should be. We also have individual rules, which we decide for ourselves, about how things ought to be for ourselves. These rules usually contain the words should or must in the statement of belief. I have a very long list of rules about how I maintain order and peace in my own house. Here are a few simple ones that work for me. Dogs must not go to the bathroom on my living room rug. Cats shouldn't throw up on my living room couch. The room needs to be quiet while I am meditating. The music my kids play shouldn't be too loud. Spiders need to remain outside of the home and preferably create their webs several miles away. The grass around our home should be alive and green during the summer rather than dead and brown. I need to be in bed by 10 o'clock p.m. My desk ought to be clean and organized. My kids should play the piano each day. Rules are not universal. Rules are simple everyday agreements that we make with others or ourselves. They are not natural laws. In other words, there is no natural or universal law that says it must be quiet in the house for me to meditate. Nor is there one that says the kids have to play the piano each day. There is no all-encompassing cosmic law that says the server at our favorite restaurant should be prompt and polite. We have simply decided that this is how things ought to be, how they should be. We have made up these particular beliefs. The only real reason you are ever angry. This leads us to the emotion of anger. Pay close attention. The only reason why you ever get angry is because some event has happened that breaks one of your rules. Someone has done something that is in conflict with your beliefs about how you think something ought to be. The resulting emotion that follows, which you generate by this thought, is what we call anger. It is very important that you understand this concept because as soon as you do, you can virtually eliminate anger from your life. An event 
of itself does not make you angry any more than events can make you feel stressed, afraid, bored, or any other emotion. If it were the case that we had anger genes, we would get mad every time the cat throws up on the sofa. But that doesn't always happen, and for some people it doesn't bother them at all. The way you construct the event in your mind, what it means to you, always determines whether you will become angry about it. Let's look at some examples to demonstrate this. Attachment to our own rules. Have you ever driven with someone who experiences road rage? What this person is essentially saying is that he is angry because other people are not following the way he thinks they should drive. His attachment to this rule and his certainty that he is right about his rule is precisely what sends him into a fit of rage each time that rule is broken. Let's refer to my rules about my home. One of my rules says my room should be quiet when I am meditating. What if my kids bring home their friends and they start making a lot of noise in the next room? This noise is disrupting my quiet. They are doing something in direct conflict with my beliefs about how things ought to be when I meditate. Their noise, however, is not what causes me to be angry. I actually enjoy their noise on some occasions because I know they are happy and having a great time. However, my rule about quietness during meditation is in conflict with what I am currently experiencing. I generate feelings of anger from that thought. It looks like they are the ones causing the emotion in me. In reality, it is my own rule that I have made up that is being violated. That is how I create the emotion of anger. Re-examine your rules. Given this understanding, you can immediately diffuse anger simply by re-examining your rule. Be aware that it is your rule and not the event itself that is causing you to generate anger. Let's say that my cat has, in fact, thrown up on my sofa. Rather than letting anger cause me to do something I will probably regret, I can remember that it is my made-up rule that is being broken, which is the real cause of my anger, the rule that cats should not throw up on the sofa. With this awareness, I can operate from a more positive emotional state with regard to the cat and everything else around me. The difference is the emotional attachment. You probably notice that there are those who rarely seem to get angry. Don't these people have any rules in their lives? The difference is the degree of emotional attachment they have to those rules. When you are unwilling to budge on your rules, when you need to be right about the correctness of your rules, you feel more anger when they are broken. However, when you are willing to be flexible with your rules, you'll find that you don't turn on the heat when your rule gets broken. Upgrade to Preferences One of the ways to do this is by upgrading your musts, necessities, and shoulds to preferences. In other words, rather than saying something must happen in a certain way, you can upgrade it by saying you prefer things happen in certain ways. If that is the way you approach most uncontrollable events that take place in your environment, 
you'll find yourself rarely generating a heated frenzy. As a result, you can experience peace of mind rather than anger. Other emotions. Jealousy, irritation, frustration, resentment, disappointment, and other related emotions all have their roots in anger. Whenever you feel any of these emotions, it is because things are happening contrary to the way you think they should. The problem with thinking this way, that things should be going differently than they are, is that they aren't. Regardless of how much you think they should be otherwise, things happen, and there's usually not much you can do about it. It is in these times that you can practice the art of upgrading your thoughts to more peaceful, empowering, and stress-preventing ones. Anger is not always a bad thing. Having said that, let me make a quick comment about anger. The purpose of helping you realize the real source of your anger is not meant to completely remove anger from your collection of emotions. Anger can be a useful emotion that moves you to positive action. People who were angry about something have founded many beneficial organizations, charities, and foundations. Rather than lash out and become destructive to themselves and others, these people use their energy to create solutions and make things better. The problem with anger is that it too frequently drives people to do things that hurt others or themselves. Abuse in its many despicable forms is usually an extension of anger. Aggression and violence have anger at their roots. Type A Personality Anger that leads to feelings of hostility has also been found to be very dangerous, not only for those who happen to be near the angry person, but also for the cardiovascular health of the angry person. The Type A personality was once considered at high risk for damaging the blood vessels of the heart. However, Upon further analysis, it turned out that the high risk isn't so much the type A personality as it is the hostile core personality. Anger, aggressive, and hostile behaviors are one of the leading predictors of heart disease and cardiovascular problems. Anger generally leads to a large number of negative outcomes. It affects our health, our relationships, and our emotional stability. Once we understand our anger, how we generate it, and how we can diffuse it, we will gain more control over this very common but potentially dangerous emotion. Guilt Guilt is an emotion that is very similar to anger. It usually occurs when you do something that is contrary to your own rules. Perhaps you have established a rule for yourself that says you shouldn't eat a lot of food late at night or that you shouldn't treat other people in unkind ways. When you do eat late at night or are mean to someone you care about, when you break one of your own rules, it usually results in guilt. Guilt can be especially significant if you find you have violated a rule that has to do with one of your highly held values or with your mission. You can manage your guilt in much the same way as you manage your anger. When you realize that your guilty thoughts cause you unpleasant feelings, search to see which one of your rules you have violated. In other words, figure out what is the real cause of the guilt. If your guilt involves another person, 
you may want to see what you can do to repair any damage you have done. Do what you can to fix it, and then let it go. Now you can work on releasing your attachment to the rule by upgrading it to a preference. Learn from the experience, and then feel the relief that automatically comes when you do this.